Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning to you, my friend, on this beautiful, sunny Southern California Saturday morning, October the 29th, year of our Lord, 2023. The date's important to always know for reference purposes. Dave, how are you doing up there in Lost City of Angels, the Lost City of Souls, Los Angeles? Uh, hey, buddy. Good, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it is a beautiful October day, it all is. the craziness in the world, and yet uh, if you step outside, you do still hear the birds chirping, yeah. which is always a good thing. Um, yeah, lots yeah. to get to, but first, real quick, so, uh, a real sad note coming out of Hollywood, uh, breaking late last night, uh, from the famous Friends actor, Matthew Perry, passed away. Oh, yeah, Matthew away. Perry. Oh, um, yeah. Really a bummer. Um, yeah. Very well liked. He actually comes from semi-Hollywood royalty. <clears throat> his dad was okay. an actor. His mom was a model. Um huh. His stepdad is Keith Morrison. Oh, uh, sure. Deadline, Deadline U, uh, yeah. uh, NBC reporter. And former Canadian CTV reporter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's him. Um, yeah. So real sad because obviously he, it shows you, uh, it's a cliche, but fame and fortune doesn't do it. Uh, you, need, you need something more than that. So yeah. 25 years of drug and alcohol abuse wow. caught up with him. He was just wow. alone in his Palisades home last night in the yeah. hot tub. Yeah. He probably had some kind of a heart issue. Right. Drowned in his own, uh, right. in, in his hot tub there, which is super sad. I, yeah. You never heard anything bad about the guy. Um, really, I thought he was the best part of the Friends show. I'm not okay. that I was ever a huge Friends fan, but he no. was like, he was yeah. the one. He was the one funny guy, the one normal right? guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, that's kind of sad. It? Yeah, it's yeah. well. Yeah, I'm sure all those things caught up with them, and the fact that he was, you know, over jabbed as well probably didn't help either. Uh, he, I mean, what? he was one of the, he was a poster child for that. If you recall, Dave, a couple oh, years ago, he used to yeah. wear a T-shirt that said, "Nobody is more." Um, you know, jabbed yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever, uh, you know, than me. So, eh, you know, did it contribute? I mean, he's a, you know, he's not an old, he's a relatively young man. 54. Cardiac issues are known to occur with the, with the jab. And so I'm sure it played a role. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, also, yes, I'm really glad we're recording this today as opposed to yesterday because yes, yesterday was a huge day. <laughs> so huge much day. happened. Oh, yeah. We had all, to all throughout the day. So I'm glad, I'm glad we waited till, till the morning here over coffee. Yeah. So, uh, hey, just up the road, five hours away from Los Angeles by car or by crow or whatever that expression you want to use, <laughs> uh, the Republican Jewish uh, Coalition took place. Oh, yeah, place. in Vegas, yeah. And really just uh, interesting timing considering that, you know, Israel had its worst attack uh, since World War II. Right. Uh, and this is obviously was planned months ago. Um, but right. it's held, I think it's a, really a yearly uh, event. Yep. And all the major Republican presidential candidates were on hand. They were there, all of them. They were yep. all of them. Dwindling field, by the way, we'll get to in a get second. Get to that in a second. Dwindling yeah. by the second. Yeah. Um, well, it dwindled hey, a long time ago, but that's another story. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really, it's really yeah. getting down to, to the last, the last couple of hanger, hanger honors. Hanger honors, yeah. If that's a good way to put it. Um, hey, but I got to tell you, DeSantis was solid. You know, I, I still like the guy. I'm really pissed off. He's running for president right now, but yeah. he, he was solid. But then, you know, yeah. DJT comes up and just wipes Crushes the field. It. Just, Crushes it. As you uh, yeah, yeah, obviously he, he did more for the state of Israel than any president ever since yeah. uh, Truman actually, yeah. you know, helped yeah. create. Well, the state and let's, of let's, can I just quickly summarize that, Dave? That sure. that that point in one sentence, right? Because obviously this is a podcast, not a video show. He came up after DeSantis, who, look, he's a solid governor. He should stay governor. I, I agree. He's a fine governor of Florida. He's not ready for presidency. Trump came up and said, as it relates to this whole Israeli Hamas conflict, good evil situation. Quote, if you spill a drop of American blood, we will spill a gallon of your blood. 
I mean, it just got raucous applause. And that's the yeah. difference, right? That's the difference it's between him clear. and the rest of the field. It's clear. It's it's concise. There's no ambiguity. There's no room for negotiation with people like this. That's it. It's just, it's right there. Lay it I out. I know there's still this looking at your shoes and kicking the kick in the dirt. Well, you know, kind yeah. of maybe. The Nikki Haley BS oh. and all the rest of them, the Keebler elves, as I like to call them, you know, Chris Christie. Well, you know, oh, I'm only 400 pounds overweight. Look at me. So it's like, you know, come on. It's just, they're a, they're all a joke. And, he, and taking a whole other step, he said, hey, if you're a foreign foreign student here <laughs> on a visa, oh, yeah, and you're you support gone. Hamas, which is probably 99% of them, you're out yeah. of here. We're gonna yeah, not only did he say you. you're out of here, quote, he said, we will hunt, we will find you and we will hunt you down. And those were his exact words. And I thought that sends a message too, because it's not like we're going to sort of like try and this and other thing. Everybody's eyeballs are going to be on alert. Sheriffs, deputies, associates, people like you and me, the posse, people, patriots, people are going to be on the lookout looking at 9, 12, 3, and 6 and keeping an eye open. Look, the uh, uh, it also ties into, uh, obviously, this really was amazing timing for this, uh, for this event. The level of anti-Semitism uh, here has exploded. Yeah. And it, uh, Have you ever seen had... it higher, Dave? Have you ever seen it higher in your life? I no, don't think no. I've ever seen it higher than this right now. No, it's never. Um, and it's and it's all from the left. All of it. All of uh, it. Uh, yeah. Pe- people. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what the the media tries to spin. So before we we I do want to really dive into what's happening in Israel on the ground because it's really yeah, also it's exploded the last two yeah. days. Um, and I know you've got you've got some good insight on that. But I got to tell you, watching the videos from. The, it's bad everywhere, but New York City, London, yeah. London is done. Finished, finished. Over a hundred thousand radical Islamic sympathizers marching in the streets of London. London's and, and finished. It, it, London, Paris, Berlin, uh, all those oh. cities are fit. Rome's got a shot, uh, but London, Paris, Berlin, most of Northern Europe finished because those countries are so small and imported a large percentage of their population now that are radical Muslims. So they're all done. And the contrast with their with their Judeo Christian previous existence is so stark. Now you get Swedish women getting raped in the streets. We've covered this story many times. So so all those places are done. Like I don't even feel safe taking my family there on vacation, dude. Anymore, I just don't. Mm, no, uh, it's off the vacation list that I had in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and, and you know, let's let's get this as clear as possible, people. When you see um whoever they whatever color skin they are okay whatever these are not uh not just anti-israel not anti anti-semitic rallies these are right. pro hamas protests okay right big difference so basically big say, difference. saying to the world we yeah. want a uh islamic uh invasion to continue we want yes. islamic law to supersede yes. the, the rule of law in whatever country they might be yeah, in exactly and here it's the constitution and yeah and all no, and exactly laws. and i'll you take that one step further dave it's important you see, the word anti is very important they're not just anti-israel they're anti-christ and i will use that term very specifically they're anti-god and anti-christ because they have their own made-up god called allah in a fake religion called islam and they want to eviscerate Israel, not because it's where the Israelites live, Dave, because it's the land of God. That is exactly why they want to get rid of it. And that's they are the forces of Satan, in my view and many people's views, working because once they they are able to take control of that area, they have taken over. That is the land of God. That is the holy land. That is Jesus' land. That that that's why they want it so badly. Right. And that's why this that's why this struggle is not just some sort of small territorial struggle. This is a this is a global, biblical, cultural, full blown 
a war. This is not just some like struggle over a little strip of land. Don't don't take your eye off that ball. It's it's tied into the whole globalist agenda from the WEF, the Davos crowd, and so on. Absolutely. Uh, so let, let's go. Let's concentrate on New York, since that that is our country still, still yeah. part of the U.S. Yeah, last still. I checked. Yeah. Uh, hard to believe, though, looking at some of the images. Uh, you used to live there for many years. Ten years uh, I, I lived there for, right in New York yeah, City. I went, yeah, I visit. We were right there, Upper East Side, I guess it was. Yeah, they call it. Yeah, beautiful little area. Um, when you look at these videos and you think of the <clears> Quislings <throat> out there, so let's take a typical example: a uh, super educated Columbia uh, professor, uh, part <laughs> of the elitist, and he and and he's as a Quisling, and maybe he's Jewish, and we go, gee, I, I'm really shocked at all these people who are denigrating Israel, and and uh, gee, I wonder if it's the fact that you've been pushing this left wing propaganda for the last thirty years, or maybe that you've left let, let in millions of people in that hate our country and our Western way of life. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't care what, what your degree is. We're, I don't care if you've been a, a professor at Harvard for 30 years. You are a clueless moron yeah. that you can't just see the writing on the wall that when you hit yourself, when you put your hand in boiling water, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen this now play out, Dave, and I'll just give you a few examples from around the, the city in New York and around the country and even the world. But like you said, we've got massive examples of radical Islamic uh, protests in London, uh, in Berlin, Germany's finished, New York. New York's got a conflated problem now because not only are they dealing with the radical Islamic Palestinian element of thing. They're dealing with hundreds of thousands of illegals they've actually intentionally yep. brought into the city who are now staying at 20 hotels across New York City at a cost of $2 billion a year to taxpayers. And now Mayor Eric Adams is saying, we'll give you a, one, a free one-way plane ticket anywhere. Anywhere you want to go, out, yeah. we'll give you a one-way. Yeah. So, so New York City is dealing with a multitude, Dave, of really problematic issues on this front. And to your point, yesterday in New York City, um, that's why I'm glad we delayed the, recording the show to today and Sunday, you know, because here's the headline from the Daily Mail. Thousands of pro-Palestinian -Palest protesters shut down the Brooklyn Bridge after flooding New York City streets alongside Orthodox Jew members uh, to condemn the, the, cur the current war. And these guys were screaming at each other and fighting at each other. There was a large New York City uh, police presence, as you might imagine. Dave, this is, this is not going to end well. That's all I can say. I don't know how it's going to end exactly. I'm not that smart, but I can tell you this is not going to end well. You have this massive conflation. There's a, there's a bubble brewing right now. There's a, Absolutely. there's a significant bubble brewing and, um, Temperatures are hot, dude. They're running hot dude, right the, now. The, 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 there, there are more Jews in New York City than anywhere in the world except for Israel. As except, I, as, that is true. That's right. So, and, and here they, they've invited because of uh, – well, we have, to be, we have to be fair to people around the world, blah, 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 yeah. the left-wing nonsense. Yeah. Um, and and by the way, they're hiding yeah. like they're having to hide yeah. and uh, That's right. you know, cower in fear of, yeah. of this – the Al-Aqsa flood, the flood yeah. Brooklyn for Palestine marches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an it's, it's a keg and, ready and, to explode. And, and I'll give you an exact example at Cooper Union University yesterday in New York. That was that exact Anne Frank-like example happened where Jewish students had to hide in their dorm room, take off all the markings that identify them as Jewish, their Hanukkah, whatever it is, their hat, their clothes, everything like that, and hide and call 911 and wait till help arrived. Gee, sounds like World War II, doesn't it, Dave? Sounds like when they came after the Jews. And uh, I mean, I mean, to me, it doesn't it doesn't sound any different. And I'll give you another story from your neck of the woods day this is just yesterday in los angeles this is on nbc news yesterday man arrested in la after allegedly attempting allegedly he did attempting to break into a jewish family's home now i bring this story up because it's so pedestrian and so mundane 
Dave, this happened in Studio City, where you used to live. It's a very nice neighborhood. Uh, L.A. Police Department responded to a 911 call. Regular Jewish family of four, regular house, Studio City, typical neighborhood, just like the folks who listen to this show. People think, oh, why should, get, why should I get a concealed carry permit? Why should I learn how to operate a gun? Well, here's a normal family of four in a regular neighborhood, not a Jewish neighborhood, just a regular neighborhood. It happened to be a Jewish family in this house. And this guy busted in saying, free Palestine, kill Jews, waving around a rifle. Dude, I'm telling you, this, and I bring this story up because this is so, it's not common yet, but that's the reason we bring it up because I think it's important for us to think about the unthinkable and for folks to be prepared. And if things don't happen, that's fine. You don't, you, you have a fire extinguisher for a reason. You have car insurance for a reason. Hopefully things don't happen, but be prepared. Uh, last ad about uh, Hollywood being tied into this. So out of nowhere, and this has just kind of been building, of course, most Hollywood associated people are leftists. Okay, that's just, it's just, I think it you, just you get rubber stamped when you become part of the oh, community, yeah. right? But yeah. uh, some some of the more longtime progressives have actually, you know, scratching their their uh, the little uh, hair on their chin going, you know what, maybe this isn't such a good idea what we've been doing. It's kind of backfiring at us uh, that all these people hate us now. So right. I'll give you just two, two quick examples. So yeah. Froza, uh, the guy who played, uh, uh, he was in that uh, Frozen film. Uh, Gad. Right. His name is Josh Gad. Right. So he, long time progressive. Um, I've even seen some of his ridiculous comments. But he's going, you know what? My fellow liberals are kind of, you know, being a little bit anti-Semitic. I wonder why that's the case. Why do Why do they want to protect? Why do they want to protect the Palestinians and kill the Jews? So yeah, duh. Yeah. And the, probably the best voice on this is David Mamet, the famous playwright. A Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, so on, probably the most famous uh, playwright out there, just about uh, Jewish playwright. And he's come out, he says, hey, the Democrat Party has betrayed the Jews. So good for David Mamet for actually wow. stepping up, yeah. boldly saying what is clear and needs to be said, because there's so many yeah. cowardly, well, I don't want to piss off my agent or my PR yeah. company when I got a yeah. film coming out. But yeah. David Mamet, he's got FU money. You know, yeah. you know what that means. No, no, and, he can, and he can come out and say this stuff. He said, why are Jews continuing to vote for the I Democrat know. Party? I know it's lots insane. of them. I know lots of them. Some of them are very good friends of mine. And we're having to have one over for dinner in a couple of weeks. And I, and his her uh, husband is a special friend forces guy and great friends with all of them and i'm like why are you continuing to throw your vote to the people like biden why do you continue to vote for people that hate you they they, they yeah. don't they have no respect for you it's kind of like what they do with the black vote <laughs> i mean that you think that they're supporting you but for the better part of, of 50 years since the jim crow era started they've been taking advantage of you look the members of the muslim brotherhood care all these radical uh, uh, leftist uh, pro-Hamas organizations, they visited uh, by, uh, Obama and Biden in the White House dozens of times. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this, it's not a secret. It's not it's no, very well. No, this is strategic. It's mapped it's out. Well known. It's totally hey, mapped out. So, so, so they, they're not just the going there for coffee. They're, they're going <laughs> no. there to figure out their plans. The DNC is actively uh, making this happen, people. Totally. That's what it, we, it's not, not an accident. Like you said, it's not an accident. Okay. Absolutely. Enough, enough of what's. Uh, what Do you have one seeing. other media story? Because I just have a little bit of a continuation on that sort of theme. Oh, please go ahead. The, no, yeah. I was going to jump into the military. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, just a couple other uh, storylines, Dave. To and one positive, just to be a bit of a, 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 a rave uh, element. So you know, back on the domestic storyline. So we talked about New York, Chicago, and the conflation of issues. So Chicago, we've now seen massive pushback from citizens. They're furious as officials are planning to build huge migrant camps 
in the parks of Chicago to house the illegal people. They're moving them from O'Hare Airport, where they were, thousands of them, and they're now going to give them tents, and they're going to allow them to, to set up shop in Chicago, in the parks. They're doing the same thing, at least they're talking about it, about doing the same thing in New York City. But they've the people are pushing back, which I think is very interesting. This has now finally got to a point where people have said, no mas, enough. We're not going to do anything else. And in Texas which, of course, is on the leading edge from our perspective and all this stuff. Um, you know, Biden uh, Customs and Border Patrol cuts the razor wire that uh, that the governor, you know, lays down there across the border and Ken Paxton, the AG. Well, get this, Dave. So last week, the Texas House of Representatives has now, and the governor will sign it, Governor Abbott will sign this, has now approved a bill allowing local police and sheriffs to arrest and deport undocumented aliens. Hmm. First time it's ever happened. First time a state has ever done that. They all have the legal authority to pick these people up and send them on their way. Hey, good for Abbott. He's really stepped up, you know. It it's happening. A while. We it's, had to kind of yeah. nudge him. Now, the problem, though, is is the border is like, a, is like a water balloon. So you get a positive thing on the Texas side of the border, but then guess where they're all going to cross? New Mexico, Arizona, Arizona increasingly, yeah. and now California, where we're seeing about 5,000 a day on the California Mexican border. So that's that it just it just the problem just goes somewhere else. And I just had another just terrible thought. When you when you when you do see all the hundreds of thousands of Muslims and and uh you know anti-Jews uh, uh people walking up and down the street there in Brooklyn. How many of them are on government assistance, Frank? Oh, yeah. Would you say all of 80, them. 90%? All of them. Yeah. So why you know that just makes Oh yeah, come over here. We know you hate us, but we're going to give you money. Lovely. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, they're the they're the only rational actor in the whole play, right? I mean, if someone said to me, if I was a felon from another country and I was told I could make my way to the border, come over, get a phone, 2200 bucks a month, and live in the Roosevelt Hotel in New York, which used to cost 800 bucks a night, and now it costs 150 yeah. a night, but you're not paying anything <laughs> because the taxpayers of New York are paying $2 billion a year, hey, sign me up. I would do it too. And meanwhile, here, hold up a sign that says Queers for Palestine at the same time. Yeah, I'm having to walk up and down yeah, the street. I mean, there's just, yeah, you can't make sense of some of that stuff. I know. Um, okay, so we should we dive into the uh, the military. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, this is a uh, you know a couple of weeks in the making, uh, but they've obviously the uh, the IDF has finally done the research. Then they just really it exploded like late Friday into yeah. Saturday yesterday yeah. that the Israeli military has finally um, stepped it up. And the the main thing that uh, and this is really just pisses you off. For years, all the mil the millions that we have given to Hamas and the Palestinians, I wonder if that went to oh, actually creating you know lovely uh, food <laughs> gardens and and lovely beaches. No, it went to build this incredible the rockets of and the tunnels. tunnels. Well, we yeah. covered that last week, right? The, the UN gave a grant a hundred million bucks last year. Yeah. Did they take the hundred million and build the water supply that they were no. supposed to? Now they cry they have no water and power. Guess what they use the hundred million for? Rockets, building rockets. rockets that they store under hospitals in tunnels. But we, uh, here's what pisses me off, though. We, we've known, Israel must have known that they have this incredible network of tunnels. Why didn't they lay waste to this a year ago, two years ago? So this is not happening. But, you know, hey, unfortunately, it took this horrible disaster three weeks ago 
uh, for for Israel to say, okay, enough's enough. So now this uh, there it's a heavy bombardment now of Gaza, mainly targeting these tunnels, the tunnel systems. Right. Then of course the military of the Hamas, the, you know the the people who actually commit the most of the crimes. They are literally underneath hospitals, that's right, schools, and so on. That's Same right. old story out of them. But I mean these now these they you can tell they spent millions on these tunnels. I mean they're very elaborate. They're giant with lights and yeah. rooms. Yeah, to just sleep so in. folks understand, this is not like a tunnel where you sort of you know it's three feet high you crawl no. to get to safety these are massive tunnels with infrastructure rail lines lighting comms power uh they have board meetings rule they, i mean hamas's headquarters is was underneath that parking lot that was next to that hospital that's yes. why they bombed it because that's where their headquarters was so so where, where do you where do you think we are now and do you think this is just going to something that's going to be going on for now weeks and or months yeah months yeah no this is months this is months i mean this is a big operation dave idf has like three hundred thousand soldiers on the perimeter of the border on gaza between israel and gaza and they've been holding back i think the u.s has encouraged them from what i'm hearing to be, they were ready to go in about a week ago and if you recall that of course the mainstream media was like well they're about to go in they're about to go in they're about to go in get getting ready for their sort of flakjack you know fake news videos and that's a whole other story by the way i got to tell you like the number of body bags i where i've seen people actually sticking their foot head out to see if it you know as the video stops i can stick my head out and get out of the body bag a lot of and i'm not that's obviously what's going on in there is real but this is a little bit of the ukrainian story as well there's a lot of fake news i saw a reporter the other day on the ground in the Ukraine, they had like a helmet and a, a bomb-proof jacket and all the rest of it. But then the cameraman had a T-shirt on, so the cameraman's like <laughs> the cameraman's like eight feet away. So what is he? Some sort of like less danger than the other dude? Like you know. So, anyways, you got to just be point of here, folks, is to be very, very careful of what you take in in terms of media and just question everything, even if it's from a so-called trustworthy source. Just question everything. Yeah, and things are shifting there so fast. Um, I, I I think the the bombardment will continue. Eventually, they're going to have to put boots on the ground, and that's when it's going to get dicey. Is when you actually yeah. have to have uh, Israeli yeah. soldiers march into these tunnels and destroy yeah. them and go building to building, yeah. and that might happen in the next week as well. And by the way, don't don't, don't for for folks at home uh, who are thinking comfortably, we don't have any American boots on the ground yet. We do, just so that folks understand, yeah. right? And there's two carrier battle groups there. Uh, we have over a thousand special forces types folks there. Uh, rendering various different types of quote unquote, they call the word, you might recall it, Dave, from the Vietnam era, not that you're that old, but just recall it historically, they call it advice and assistance. So the word advice and assistance is actually in the DOD uh, parlance and language. So um, non-kinetic military assistance is called advice and assistance. Well, we gave advice and assistance to Vietnam for like 11 years. And that's what that, I mean, basically, that was like the air cover where they got troops, special troops, all types of stuff. And that's how that whole slow roll started. Um, and something that's really not brought up very much. I know it would if uh, Donald Trump was, was president. Uh, we have we still have about 30 American citizens being held hostage in oh, Gaza. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not talked about. And, uh, you know, it's, oh, yeah, we don't, you know, basically Biden administration says, I, I don't care. There's they, just, they don't well, care. The, the reality is, Dave, I mean, I'll take a little bit of the other side on that one. They, I think they do care, but the issue is extraction. There's just no way to, number one, we don't know where they are. Number two, we can't extract them. Hmm. If you don't know where they are, you can't extract them. And even if we did know where they were in that labyrinth of tunnels under, under Gaza, you can't extract them. What do you do? Send in 20 special forces guys, you're going to get 10 of them taken out. So this, it's just an impossible situation right now where we just basically have to contain yeah. and kind of, now I wouldn't say negotiate, but like contain the problem and then work the solution. And as I heard uh, my pastor, you know, Pastor Bob say the other day, 
yeah. you know, there's an expression that came out of the Holocaust era with the Jews and it was never again, right? If you've ever visited the Holocaust Museum, and for folks who haven't, by the way, it's in Washington, D.C., I strongly encourage you to do that. It's it's an incredibly moving experience. And the expression that they used at that time, and that was, what, 80 years ago now, uh, was never again. And the IDF leadership now, Israeli leadership now, is basically saying never again is now. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, they 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 got to really make this this one stick. And I'm talking maybe even building like a literally like a half a mile barrier of, of wasteland in between as a as a kind of a yeah. just that you yeah. can't. There's no crossing. Just barbed yeah. wire yeah. mines. Well, this they, is a, a you know well, your like your that. solution is exactly correct. And it's so funny because back in medieval days, moats worked. Moat, I mean, moats yeah. moats are great. Fill them with crocodiles or whatever. Like emotes actually work, right? I mean, you could build kind a like thirty a foot wall. People, yeah. I've seen them down in Southern California. You know, the the dudes on the other side will put up telescoping ladders, and they'll get, even get over the Trump wall. They'll get over the thirty foot wall. Mm-hmm. Is it a totally perfect barrier? No, nothing's perfect. Um, but a moat full of crocodiles. I mean, hey, they grow those crocs in Egypt pretty large. I mean, the Egyptian <laughs> crocodile. Yeah. You put a bunch of those babies in a moat. That thing that's going to deter a few folks. There you go. Well, well, we'll keep you posted on that one. And each day is going to be something um, of uh, not interest, uh, but I mean, the, the world is changing so fast. Yeah. And it was just great having that RJC thing uh, happen yesterday because we really get to hear what's what uh, people are thinking here in the world. Yeah, uh, I, right I was at here. a dinner last night, just a quick aside with some family friends and their son who goes to college uh, was actually at that event and meeting and greeting a lot of folks at the uh at that event in Vegas. So yeah, there's going to be, look folks, it's, it's going to be tough the next uh, year and change. It's uh, you know, we're going to have some dust ups and we're going to have some little ones and we're going to have some big ones. So strap in. Uh, There's a lot of wood to chop, but we will bring it all to you as we get to it. Dave, great to see you this week, my friend. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Uh, We really appreciate it. And don't forget to share us on your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere. And of course, very active on social media at Rant and Rave 1776 is the handle. We're everywhere on Twitter, X, Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social. And Dave, we'll see you down the road always on the right side.